Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan. Whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash mortgage. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank, equal housing lender. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I am your host, Adam Peddle. And I am your host, Nicholas Playlock. And welcome in, everyone, to the third, I was about to say annual, but they are <laughs> weekly, uh, the third weekly installment of the Wine Unwind, where you watch the boys unwind with the wine. Yes. Um, before we get into answering some of your questions, we got a caller today as well, which is super cool. I just want to throw to you guys to Monkey Knife Fight. Today Jays is our code. If you want to win a Blue Jays jersey, then use it. Make your first deposit. Uh, make a bet and you will be entered. Currently, I think we have eight people. Uh, nice. So again, the odds still very, very good. Yeah. And also, if you could like, subscribe, that would help us out a lot so we can uh, get drunk on weeknights regularly <laughs> and, uh, and don't need to go into work the next day. As isn't, I will do tomorrow. Isn't that every? Oh man, I'm so sorry about that. Yes. Isn't that everybody's dream? Make the dreams happen, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. For, for sure, we would so appreciate it. Oh, and also before we get into uh-huh. our our caller, I just wanted to shout out one new Patreon that we didn't do last time, but I want to uh-huh. shout him out now. Neil, welcome to the community. Thank you for becoming a Patreon. Welcome, Neil. Welcome, Neil. You want to hop on and, and do what uh, what we're about to do? Uh, hit us up, my friend, or, or we will hit you up. Um, so, without further ado, how about we welcome in. Our caller, Steve, he has been a Patreon for a little bit. He's been a massive supporter of the show, and we are so, so, so happy to have him on. Steve, dude, what's up? Hey, boys, what's going on? Not much, man, of course, just the wine on wine, you know? We're oh, love it, love it. Getting ready. Are you, do you have a drink, by the way, Steve? 
I do. So I am doing the Russian Moscow Mule, and uh, I've had a couple of those. I'm a little bit deep on them. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, we're giving the Irish, we're, we're doing the Irish drink right now. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I'm so bad. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. What is a, I'm not as familiar. What is in a uh, Moscow Mule? What, what does that entail? Uh, it's, it's like a vodka, ginger beer kind of, kind of concoction. <laughs> mm, interesting. Mm, okay. I, I'd be so. Wait, ginger beer? That's not beer. I'm so ignorant. It's vodka with, with beer? No, no. It's like a, a ginger kind of. Uh, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. I just drink them. That's it. Oh, hey, hey. Buddy, that's that's the hey. right answer, dude. That's that is the, the right answer. They're tasty and they get me where they where I need to go. Um, <laughs> so I'm so happy that you're drinking, buddy. Uh, and you're calling in because you have been a Patreon for a little bit and you got a question for us. I hope. I absolutely do. I, but you know, first I I want to give you guys a quick tire pump. I mean, I'm I'm more of a recent fan of the show. I'd say late February. But, uh, you know, once I stumbled upon the podcast, I just cookie monstered that shit. I couldn't get enough. <laughs> I, you know, I'm happy to be a Patreon member. I want more of your stuff. I mean, it's, I'm always refreshing. I'm looking for new content from you guys and just loving everything I get. It's so approachable, so fan-minded. And, uh, yeah, not to mention when you shouted me out the other day on the uh, Red Sox podcast – I almost lost control of my vehicle and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hang on, hang on to your vehicle. I would not want you to crash. Yeah, I feel friend. I feel super bad if my shout out resulted in your death. Yeah, I would not we don't want to kill you. <laughs> but Steve, that is honestly so so lovely to hear, man. And um and you're you're in Alberta, right? That's right, yeah, I'm in Alberta. Uh just in the Canadian Rockies there, Canmore outside of Bam. Well, that's it makes awesome. us feel really cool that we're reaching people out there. And, like, obviously the Blue Jays community is large. It's it's Canada-wide. Um, and that's something that, that we that we want to build is something Canada-wide. So Also, too, I mean, you're on the show. We got people here. What do you do, dude? What do you do for a living? Uh, so I'm a regional sales manager for Pomeroy Lodging. Uh, you know, I look after some resorts here in the Rockies, but in Alaska, Kelowna, a couple other spots, too. So it's a pretty sweet gig. That sounds nice. like a pretty sweet nice, gig, man. buddy. We want to go. We've been talking. We oh, want to get yes. the fuck out of the city. So oh maybe we got to, you know, can you imagine a trip to Alberta oh and a nice God. resort Come in the mountains? Nordic spa waiting for you. Nordic oh, spa, bro. Fuck me up, oh, dude. Man, I've been thinking about, like, especially this winter, which we never got a chance to do, but, like, outdoor hot tubbing and, like, oh, seeing the steam rise. And I'm God like, oh, my damn, gosh, God really damn. relaxed. I'm muscles. on my, like, eighth Russian whatever. Yeah, yeah, Russian. <laughs> Moscow <whatever> thing. <laughs> oh, man. You're pretty, oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So what is your question for us, Steven? Let's talk about it a little bit. Ah. So my question for you boys, outside of Big Nate and Captain Kirk, because they're obvious locks to join the team at some point this year, who from Jay's top 30 is going to be the next guy in the major leagues and why? Mm. I got, I got, I got my answer. I got my answer too. It might even be it the might same be the one. same person. I'm just going to take a sip of this green wine. One second. Yeah, yeah, take a sip of the green wine. All right. You want to say it at the same time in case it is the same one? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me just double. Let me just yeah, make yeah. sure that I'm deciding on this. Okay, I yeah, think I got it. Yeah, right, you ready? Three, two, two one. Alec SWR. Manoa. Oh, oh see, I was okay, 
<laughs> I was flip-flopping. Dog. Yeah, yeah. The only reason why I say SWR is because he's just be literally just because his ETA yes. on MLB is supposed to be this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alec Manoa, as, oh man, I think he will get a chance this year. If he continues pitching mm-hmm. the way he's been pitching this spring, he's going to get called up mid-season for bullpen opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I think, Steve, basically our answer is one of our top pitching prospects yeah. it feels like especially now with a nate pearson injury with we saw thomas hatch leave the other day with some injuries in that area and these guys doing so hot in spring training it feels inevitable that we're gonna see these guys pitch in the major leagues at some point uh this season yeah what, what do, do you think, think steve what, what do you think about, about alec uh, Manoa? You know, that, that those were my two answers as well and i've been kind of one foot on each side of the fence. I'm about to split down the middle. Before, mm. I, like, going into spring, I would have said SWR. No mm-hmm. yeah. But then, like, seeing what Manoa has done in the spring against the Yankees, and, like, those are no joke lineups. I mean, yeah. yeah. Seven Ks in a row, too. I know they didn't have Judge. Ridiculous. But he, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's not a teenager, too. He's 23. So, yeah, yep. he was a top five, uh, you know, big college college pitcher so i could see him uh you know snaking his way in but uh, i'm praying for nate pearson quick recovery from the groin issue and let's get him in the rotation man man you know what i keep thinking about nate pearson like and a few people have reminded me reminded me of this online is they're like i really hope this isn't aaron sanchez 2.0 not to put any negative feelings out there Mm. but i i just we got to protect this guy Way, way better. Aaron Sanchez was unfortunate with the finger issue, with the blister. Yeah. But, man, like, ah, I, I want to see a full Nate, and it's unfortunate. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully sometime, like we said last podcast, and, like, at least by May. Yeah, well, something's going on with his groin, man, so he's got to get his dick in order and, uh, <laughs> and make sure that that's all taken care of. <laughs> Can you imagine he split his dick? Oh, like, that's no, no, like what no, would that no, even no. medical term? We don't want to post that shit on the internet, Adam. No more, no, no more. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, can, can we talk a little bit about that draft last night? I mean, I, I would love yes, to, man. Yes. I would love to. So, remind me exactly what your team name is, and I will pull it up. It, it's a sore spot here, and I, you know, maybe this is a contest possibility here. But you know, I'm eggs odor easy, which is so lame. Uh, I was going to go with some cheesy like honey nut Ichiro's or filthy like Doug Fister and the Pujols. But, uh, you know, maybe you want to throw a contest out on your Instagram, rename my team. I'm a man of the people. I will appeal to okay. actually respect the decision. You know what, Steve? I think we're absolutely going to do that because I, I just got an idea. We have so many good names right now because we got a couple different leagues with with uh, with some of you guys in them. And I've seen some great names pop up, um, like Lordis of the Rings. I really mm-hmm. like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bichette's Creek. I really like that one, that too. That good. We got a bunch in some uh, some of our other ones as well. So let me open up Eggs Oda Rizzi here. Just give everyone who's listening an insight. Like, this is our fantasy league that we've been promoting on our Instagram. We've got guys to come on so we got about 40 people in this Mm -hmm. okay so let's play a little game adam um okay uh let's let's read off his lineup and everyone that you like you gotta take a sip oh okay yeah okay all right all right all right right. um so (laughs) at catcher it looks like he's got jt real muto like gotta like that one Mm -hmm. i'll I'll do my drinks after because i'm reading Mm -hmm. Uh, at first baseman he's got rizzo um, he's got Mustakis at second. Oh, Arenado at okay, third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Arenado's uh, worth yeah. a drink for sure. You mm. got to drink for this one. Mm. Bo Bichette at shortstop. Got a drink. I'm gonna take a shot. 
Yes, yeah, yes, 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 Steve. <laughs> that's what I'm talking Let's about. Let's go. Um, Mike Trout uh, oh, God, at outfield. Yeah. I mean, that's an obvious drink for sure. Mm -hmm. um, he's got Grisham at outfield as well. I, I'll take a half drink because I like I like Grisham. We'll upside. take a full drink because I I know that you also like Mancini and he's got Ooh. him too. Um, oh, this is nice, bro. I didn't even Chapman? realize that you had this. You got Devers and Chapman Holy shit. in the utility. I, okay. And he's got Nelson Cruz Holy and Josh Donaldson uh -uh. and Aaron Hicks. So take uh -uh. one big uh -uh. sip right uh -uh. there. Can I explain myself too? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah explain please, yourself. Please. Definitely went bat heavy and it's because of the head-to-head -head format. I mean, like you can band-aid some pitching stats together throughout the week, but like uh -huh. you, got, you got to take the best player available when you're, you know, when it's your turn, and like now I'm open for business. So you boys want to trade? I have some stats, and I'm ready to wheel and deal. Well, it, it's God, very clear, dude, because and, and I love your entire bench there because you got Young Kim as well, who's got upside, and yeah. Aaron Hicks, who I made as a must draft. Yeah. Donaldson, we love. Nelson Cruz might be one of my favorite players in all of baseball. Yeah. Um, so yeah, your bats are incredible, dude. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just they're actually just that, <laughs> that's actually a great strategy. Now I'm thinking about it because like with pitchers, like yeah, you got the strikeouts and you know some relief pitchers got the saves, but like it's mainly just ERA, but you know, with batters, like you got to put up runs, RBIs, home runs. Like, there's yeah. a lot of categories that result in a lot of you know surplus of people. So, you know, good on you for thinking about that. Steve. Yeah, that's, seriously, that's a big brain move. That is a big brain move. Like, I gotta say, drafting behind you guys, I should have known you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> I mean, you guys are number three. I here I was sitting here thinking I'm gonna get Soto or Acuna. And I ended up with Mike Trout. And imagine being disappointed with getting the best player of the last decade. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, Honestly, he's still really Yeah, good. no, I mean, and he's been slipping a little bit this year, which is just, you know, it's, I feel like it's, it's some of the upside that some of the younger guys have. Like, there's a lot of them this year, it feels. Um, but, I mean, you can never go wrong with Mike Trout. Mm -hmm. But let's see if you went wrong with your pitching, Steve, because clearly right. something had to give here. <laughs> um, so you got oh. Aaron Nola, mm -hmm. who we love. We love Aaron Nola here. You got Grinky at the number two. And Grinky for me, I don't like him as much in a points league, but in a categories league, I do, because Grinky's ERA is just always super solid. Yeah. Um, you got Lazardo and Presley at that, the relief pitching. I kind of like that. Yeah, he'll be excited. Little upside shit going yeah. on there. Um, yeah. You got Kimbrel. You got Hicks. Love Hicks. Oh, I love Hicks. Um, I'm, I always fuck this guy's name up. Melanson. Like like Yarbrough. Yeah. Uh, you got your Quiddy and uh and naris as well i feel like you, you got a lot of relief pitchers actually so i, I saves, think yeah, yeah. save category oh, yeah. I feel saves, and then you can pick up some probable starters along the way big yeah. brain yeah, that's real this guy's got a move. massive iq clearly what's your iq steve <laughs> uh, yeah i haven't done a test recently but also i gotta <laughs> give you guys a hat tip because i was listening to your fantasy podcast and uh obviously you see both Hicks are there. Yarbrough's there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, we, we, we already knew it was going to happen, that people were going to be sniping us left, right, and center. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, honestly, uh, dude, I really like your team. I like your chances a lot, and yeah. I love your name. But we'll we'll see what the fans think about your name uh, on Instagram and, and on Twitter. And we'll, and we'll let you know if, if, that's, if, that is, if that's the best name for you. It makes me hungry. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs>
All right. Yeah, so, man. Hey, boys, I'll, I'll take off now. But, uh, hey, I just want to thank you again. I'll keep contributing. You guys keep pumping out the gold. And I'll, I'll say it so you don't have to. Fuck the 9 to 5. Blue Jays today, all day, every day. And I'm out of here, boys. Thank you for having me. Let's go. That's Let's go, Steve. Steve. Let's go, Steve. Let's go. Yeah, let's hear it for Steve. Let's hear it for Steve, everybody. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Steve. See ya. Catch ya. Later. Cheers. Oh, what a I fucking gem, man. Steve. What a fucking gem. <laughs> yeah. Steve is so nice. Steve is so and I gotta take a massive drink because I yeah, I actually that was that. a great team that yeah. that dude just built up there. And that's big brain thinking, mm. you know. You know, that that's thinking not just only like getting the best player. That's thinking what's the best for winning the actual matchups in the categories. Also, folks, take a look at this. What are we doing? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's green. I wasn't sure if they could see it from back there. Oh, we are, right. We are drinking the ge- the green beverages for St. Patrick's Day. We got on the shirts right now. Yes. The uh the whole the whole feeling is green in this room. Oh, yes. The LEDs. It's so a, it's a little late to the party, we know, late. but of like Steve was saying, nine to fives are happening. Sometimes you can't mm-hmm. make it happen. Yeah, you know what and I they mean? They are fucking me right over. So they're hurting. They're hurting. They're hurting. They are hurting. But it is people like that, honestly, um, that make this super yes. worthwhile for us. So yes. Steve, if you're still watching this man, thank you so much. And uh for all of you out there who uh, are supporting us continuously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Okay, time to get a little drunky. Time to get a little drunky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it's that. Dude, my my wine is like about a quarter done now. Steam was too good. I was like, oh god, steam was too good, dog. (laughs) All right, so everyone, for those who are new, we have the magical wine on wine box. I just named it there. The wine on wine box. Okay. (laughs) The wine on wine box. Sure. Um, you want to pick out of it? I think you went first last time. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you All go right. ahead. You so go I will ahead. go first here, and we'll get a question going. This is sent in by you guys, and also a lot of me and team. Look, yeah, a lot of little things. What do we got? Who do we got? All right, what do we have right here? This comes in from a viewer. Uh, so Josh Winnett fifteen shout out is uh, asking us, "What's your second favorite team?" Mm. What's your second favorite team? I actually answered this one today. The, the San Diego Padres. That's are my second, second favorite team. team. Yeah, Number okay. one, because I'm able to like them because they're on the other side of like the league and the in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> so or the continent. Um, but also their makeup and the and their whole story of rebuild is lovely. I love rebuild stories, and obviously it reminds me of the Jays with our rebuild story. So got to give it to the Padres. Mm-hmm. So. They're mine. Okay, so I am assuming that we're talking baseball right now because yes, my instinctual reaction was Green Bay Packers. Um, well, you're not wrong, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but um, if we are talking baseball, then I think my second favorite team. Oh, la, 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 la. who is my second favorite team? Um, if I'm uh, if I'm going based on like a team makeup and and somebody like a bandwagon that I feel like I have hopped on, then I would say the uh, Chicago White Sox. Yeah, I'm a big fan of them. I seem to draft all of their players in fantasy all the time. I think that they're <laughs> super talented. Feels like they have a great mixture in there, mm-hmm. and uh, and their pitching is coming together this year for yeah. sure. Um, MVP Abreu, Tim Anderson, one of the best leadoff guys in the league. Two extremely young studs. They in, got in Lance Lynn. 
this year. Yeah, Robert. And Jimenez. Oh, Jimenez. Yeah, and, and ridiculous sluggers. Uh, just in, yeah, really good team makeup. Really good. If I yeah, if I wasn't a Blue Jays fan, I feel like I'd probably hop on their bandwagon. That's true. Mm-hmm. But you are because you are Canadian. Yeah. You cannot. You cannot go out. Whenever something, whenever, no offense for those Canadians who also like other teams. I get it. Maybe your family is associated with them. But if you're looking for a team, and you just go, I'm going to pick this team outside. But it's like, what about the Blue Jays? Mm. This is blood here, guys. This well, is blood. It's different in MLB, bro, because exactly. we do have a, a Canadian team that is that, right? It's like for mm. the NFL, like yeah. it is clearly all Americans. So yeah. you got to base that on like players that you like, cities yeah. that you enjoy. Yeah, so. like you're Green Bay. I'm Arizona. You know mm. what I mean? It's like we're not from there. But yeah, exactly. I mean, you could. A lot of people could argue Bill's Mafia. It's the closest city. But that is in America. Yeah, and Bill's sucked for like a decade. So yeah, I'm not yeah. hopping on there. Oh, I could have hopped on, but I just, I don't know. There was something about Arizona. Maybe it was, oh, I did hop on to my story with football. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, is I was trying to find a team. I was new to football. You like, were a free agent. I was a free agent. <laughs> I was new to football. It was like my second year watching and everyone, had, all my friends had a team but me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, try out some teams. So my first team that I tried out was the Houston Texas, Texans. And... This was before they traded for uh, Johnson mm-hmm. and traded away D-Hop. Mm-hmm. So they had D-Hop. They had Deshaun. I was like, you know what? This is an exciting franchise. Young, Young <laughs> exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they made posts or they made the playoffs with like just those two, like with, with JJ, D-Hop, and then Deshaun. That was the core. Mm-hmm. And they made, and then there was like nothing else. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you had Fuller, but that was it. And I was like, this is exciting. If they just make a couple good more, couple good draft picks, you know, a couple good trades, we're good. Little did I know. They had traded away all their draft picks. Yeah. And then the following season, off season, traded away their star player and then got an old piece of crap. Johnson's not a piece of crap. He was all right. But like still, you traded away your star. And I'm just like, okay, you cannot follow. Yeah. I cannot follow this management. Dude, dude, the, the Houston Texans are like a house that looks really nice on the outside. And then the second that you stepped into it, it's like there's cockroaches. Oh, the floorboards are all fucked up. There's a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like an entire circle, a cult of dead bodies. Cult. Like It's like, what is going on here? And, and now they're at that point where it's like the inside is also on the outside. Yeah. That is just they're tearing ugly. it down. It's a, yeah, it's like they're <laughs> like literally Well, they should be tearing they should it down. Be, but it's <laughs> like they're not. They're, they're clinging on. Yeah. They're holding on to the dear life. They're like. Please no, we're still good. You should have real like I think if JJ Watt leaving didn't make you realize that your team is a failure, then you are so yeah, fucking no. dumb. No, I think they they have to know, bro. And uh, and Deshaun wants out of there. I think yeah, that yeah, that will be it. You know, it's like yeah, it's, once Deshaun leaves, it's yeah, it's scrap it's central. A, it's scrap central, baby. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. those are our second favorite teams. Yeah, yeah. Give us another one. Get us another one. Fever Las Vegas. That's what that harmony reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, no, that's, that was what that was, I think. Nice, good work. Uh, this one's from you. Mm-hmm. It says, how important are expected numbers when evaluating a player? Ooh, mm. Analytical. Uh, go ahead. I asked you. Um, I've been struggling with this one a little bit because... As a podcaster, and as as I would mm-hmm. I would claim myself to be at this point um, a baseball analyst, whatever that means. Whatever that um, means. Yeah, um, it's it's a really interesting question because 
it's one of those things where, well, if somebody has had expected numbers, you know, below their career or above their career for, you know, several years now, and the career numbers never seem to catch up or or do anything, then I feel like I have to trust the career numbers over the expected numbers in that point. But it's also a mathematical equation. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but then again, it's also a really new mathematical equation. Right. So is the mathematical equation 100% accurate? It's only been around for, you know, a, you know, not that long. Yeah. Could we be wrong about this? These are interesting mm. questions. Oh, it's good. You know? it's, it's a good thing you bring it up because, yeah, because it's like seven, I think seven seasons now. We're going on our seven seasons of like stat cast expected numbers. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I know George Springer's expected numbers have always been a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what I always default to, and I think it's the core's field effect, is when you look at the expected numbers of players who are Rockies, they are all consistent. Everyone who's played for the Rockies, their expected numbers are way lower than their actual numbers. Every single one of them. You yeah, know, pretty much. Prove me wrong. But that is what I always default to. But usually I feel like the expected numbers were really good to judge last year. Whereas like in a full season, like it's it, it doesn't really. It's like, okay, he could he should have done worse or he should have done better, but he didn't. So it's like, what do you make of it for me? I only I really used it as a last year analyzing. You know what I mean? I, last I think year's for me, for, um, <clears throat> I will continue to look at them, but uh, I I like looking at younger players with them, players that haven't had uh, you know four years, five years in the league. Short sample right? sizes. Yeah, like shorter sample sizes. Where okay, I mean. You know, Alex Verdugo right now is uh, is kicking ass, um, but we still haven't seen, you know, maybe a full, full season this guy. And the expected numbers say that he probably shouldn't be doing as well as he is doing. I'm slightly cautious right now. Something yeah. to note. Still think the potential is very high. Yeah. And I think and I think you got to look at other stat cast stats like you got to look at like, you know, they're, how are they approaching the plate? Like, are they making as much contact with the ball? Are they whiffing a lot? Mm-hmm. You know, look at other kind of peripherals. Like, is their launch angle really low? Are they hitting the ball hard? You know, because when you because if you hit the ball hard and in certain areas, like you're expected to get more hits. But maybe the defender has just been getting way better as the years go on and they're just making those plays now. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who? It's all a fucking math equation that I have never understood. Well, but it is exactly, math. you know, and it's like and I think expected numbers are super duper interesting, like their premise. Yes. But but I'm also I am skeptical of the fact that they've been around for seven years and we've been doing this podcast for a while now. And it's like, OK, like how much weight like is this mathematical equation 1000 percent correct? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that'd be pretty hard to find out. Uh, See, another another kind of stat that I I like and, I, and again, it's the kind of same idea because they have to do mathematical equations to find mm-hmm. out this mm-hmm. one. But it's BABIP, you know, mm. because when you when you bat a ball and play, like, what is the average of that? Because, you know, guys could strike out a lot, you know. But th- that's the only thing is, like, no no stat is the def- definite answer unless it's the result. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is all these stats are all surrounding the actual result and, like, what could have happened, what should have happened, what could have mm. blah, 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 blah. But it's what is actually happening on the field, the eye test. 
I'm an old school guy. Well, that is what I want. I, I agree, you know, and, and I remember I think I brought this up in a previous previous podcast or I used this analogy where it was like, you know, nobody nobody ever would have like the expected numbers on Tom Brady to win seven Super Bowls <sighs> would have been nothing, you know. If there was a if there, stat. you know, if there ever was a stat for that, that would have been nothing. I don't even know you how know? you find out that math. <laughs> no, I mean, like there isn't even that number because it doesn't yeah. like it's like no one would take the time to do that because it's not gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or to throw 40 Super Bowls when he's 42 years old or or sorry, 40 touchdowns, whatever. The point is though, is like no one's going to be looking at his expected numbers or saying, well, I never expected him to do that right. after his career is over. They're going to be saying, uh, well, he won seven Super Bowls. Exactly. You know, They're looking at the results, man. They're exactly. looking at your, what you've actually done. So. You know, it's like, and this guy, well, he was expected to hit 270, but his entire career hit 300. Yeah. So he hit 300. Yeah. Yeah. Period. So you know? for me, I think the only thing that really, and again, I'll, I'll bring it up again, is course field effect. The only thing that really... I look at the expected numbers is because Coors Field is in higher elevation altitude. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and the air is thinner. The ball travels farther just because of the literal yeah. geography. Yeah, so see, that's the only science. Thing. That's <laughs> science right there. You know, like that's actually straight up like fact. Like the ball does travel farther. Yeah. You do get uh, lower expected numbers because the ball should not be doing what it's doing in Coors Field. Right. Right. So that's the only thing. And yeah, that's another thing. It's like, how are they weighing this? Which ballpark are they basing? this off of an average ballpark like who knows yeah do they have expected numbers for every single ballpark exactly i don't know this is this is a shit that i'm not sure about you know it's like exactly because i remember what again when we first started this i was like oh expected numbers like this is legit you know this is exact science but the deeper that you delve into this i'm like well i mean like in in the end like you know he actually did it bro so yeah like like, what do you account for that (laughs) yeah anyways yeah also i I just get i just got an update about carrasco so sorry steve but carrasco is going down with uh with a hamstring a torn hamstring injury Mm, six to eight weeks so damn it yeah that was my one thing about carrasco this year was more injury concerns i honestly that sucks dude because uh i like I want the best for this guy. I feel like this guy has been like fighting an uphill battle at least yeah. for the past couple of years. Um, and uh, he's so so talented yeah. when he's on the field. He deserves that. You know, yeah. he deserves full playing time. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so shit when you watch players' careers like get riddled with injuries like this. Um, <sighs> yeah, especially like injuries like you know literally cancer. Like you can't even well, fucking pre- that's, prevent that. Cancer you know? is can't. It's like indiscriminate, bro. It's exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. Like I can catch cancer. Anyone exactly. So like that. That plus injury, it's like that's like, well, just fuck a me. fucking yeah. For real. Well, uh, best of luck to you, Carlos Crasco. I wish you the speediest of recoveries. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got in the box. Mm-hmm. Not silly enough yet. Let's take a silly sip. Uh, Let's like right. a silly sip. A silly <laughs> sip. A silly sip. <laughs> a silly sip. <laughs> This is what a silly sip looks Yo, like. Yo, we should have a segment where it's like like a timer goes off and it's like silly sip. And then it's like music plays and we just gotta like sip as the music plays. This is why we need a literal studio. Yeah. Because no, we have it. speakers like, oh, it's like the lights would change. Boom, boom. And it's like, yeah, we have a producer at the corner like, all right, everybody, yeah. it's time for, for the silly, silly sip. sip. Oh, thanks, Pat. Yeah. Sipping away. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. We just break it down for like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's a silly chug, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> For 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, all right. So this one does come in from Patrick Ansel. He is... Hey, uh, producer Pat. Of, yeah, producer Pat, uh, one of the main men on the team. He asks, and this is... this is Okay, actually, I'm, I'm going to preface this. In this box, there are what I like to call fight questions. Oh, is this a fight question? And this is a fight question. Um, so All that's right. where there's fighting involved. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to lose if you do that, bro. Um, oh, no. So you two, meaning us. Okay, we fight. Ver- no. Versus someone. Yeah, okay, okay. We're on a team versus Rowdy Teles. Who wins mm. in a fight? Damn, no, no, dog. I'm, I'm, we're fucking losing, dude. I don't know, man. I think we okay. can take them. Well, the, we'd have to have a strategy. I'm just picturing pure like meat. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like his meat is 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 well, bigger than our okay. meat. Okay, let's. Okay, uh, he he is one on one bigger than us for mm. sure. But let's but, let's do the weight right now. Like yes. you're what like one seventy? I'm like one fifty. So that's like three hundred and twenty yeah. pounds of weight. Okay, so what about this? What about if like you know one of us? I'll take the bottom. I'll take out his legs. And then you you start wailing on him, you know? Yeah, like, I think, our, well, our strategy, too, I feel like Rowdy is going to be, like, we got to get on opposite sides, dog. Like, if Rowdy is this box. Oh, he's like, got to be split. Like, like I got to be over here, and, like, you got to be over here. So he can't be, like, one-on-one right. with us, But you know? we can't do what they do in, like, all those classic fight movies where it's, like, one of us attacks and he just defeats us. And another one attacks. No, it's got to be, like, the same we're both time. going. You know? we got, exactly. We're either both, it, like, we're, like, either both, like, chilling. Yeah. Or we're both, like, fucking. Him up, yeah. Well, you we got to get him on the ground. I, we got to get him on the ground. So, I think, yeah, one of us goes for the legs while the other one distracts him in the face. You know, it's like to protect, to protect the face. He's like, Oh no, but oh, my legs, you know, yeah, and then we yeah. get him down. Then we fuck once we have him on the ground, bro, fucking pin him with his shoulders on the ground and our knees, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah, one gets his dick, one gets his head, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like good night, rowdy. Yeah, no rules here, rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. Not saying we actually want to punch Rowdy in the dick. No, in the face, no, but, no, no. But like, yeah, I don't want to get anywhere way. close to that oh, thing. I feel man. like that organ is massive. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah. I, I don't oh, know. God. We're not. We're not talking anymore about Rowdy Teles' junk. But I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's sizable, bro. I'm sure it's. Bingo. Um, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm picturing it. It's gotta go away. It's gotta go away. <laughs> drink it away. Drink it away. Silly sip, silly sip, silly sip. Oh, here we go, silly sip. I gotta get more silly sips. Nice, yeah, I get some more silly sips. I I also do think that against Rowdy, it would really depend on the scenario, you know? Mm -hmm. Like where we meet him, like like are we prepared for this like if he just approached right. us on the street and was like let's fight and i'm like what yeah 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 like if we're actually preparing for a like battle yeah then i think that we can do a strategy but yeah if he just starts fucking going on us and we're like oh i'd be panicking like what do i do yeah yeah no i'd have i'd have no idea how to handle that so um, i like i haven't gotten a fight let us know guys what do you think us two versus rowdy <laughs> who wins what's the over under on that one what's the, what are the odds yeah, what would there? even be the uh, i guess the over under have to be odds, five wins yeah. you know point five like the odds you know it's like are we oh, the favorites the or like are we the underdogs yeah, are we the favorites are we yeah. I don't know. I, I do think it's pretty close because I like if we're a 320 pounds of weight, I think that I think he's, we can take him. I do think that we can take him because I think that he's like 250 pounds of weight. Mm-hmm. So we got like 70 pounds extra there to like, you know, 
Yeah. Go after them. Okay. Right? Yeah. No, we can do it. I think we can. Feels I think, like I think collectively we could make it happen. I think we're the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is Give it me, me another one. All right. All right. All right. So it comes from you. We've got, what is the coolest thing about being a podcaster? Is that you? Is this me? It's blank. I guess this is me. <laughs> um, what is the coolest thing about being a podcast? Well, it can't be you. It's got to be someone. Yeah. Well, well, whatever. Well, whoever said it. If it is somebody, I, I apologize for not writing your name. Um, coolest thing what about being a podcast. I'm mean, honestly, this is pretty cool. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> like this cool. is it. Like, I mean, like we, you know, it's cool because we've worked so hard to like and to like create this whole community to get in a position where we have a schedule every day. We have that commitment, and then we can actually be like, all right. Every Thursday night, we're drinking wine. Yeah. We're drinking yeah. wine and going to the podcast. We're going to promote it. We're going to advertise it. We're going to get fans involved. Yeah. Like, like that. that is pretty cool. I honestly look cool. forward to, to these Oh, nights. me too, dude. Me freaking too. This is like my favorite podcast that we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, for obvious reasons. Obviously. <laughs> and it's like, you know, with, with other... Po- I, love, I love doing all podcasts, but this one, it's like there's no notebook on the table. You know, there's no like goal to accomplish. It's just... Let's just drink. Well, actually, the only goal is to just drink wine. Yeah, pretty much. It's just to drink the wine. My goal is to finish my bottle tonight. I'm like slowly changing my opinion because <laughs> like, I got to work tomorrow morning, but I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to drink it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Sorry, I, I accidentally turned off my mic, but it's it's good. Oh, good shit. We're good. Okay, but yes. Yeah, for me, I don't work tomorrow. So like it, it's I actually... I kid you not, I set up my schedule with my boss where I work Monday to Thursday, mm. and then I specifically took off Friday because I knew that I would be doing this. I would be doing this, so it's uh, it's working out. Good stuff. I got to get there, man. got to get there. I got to get there. All righty. What else do we got coming in? Okie doke. Oh, another one from Josh Winnett 15. Hey, Josh. Showing up big tonight. What is Oh, this got? is cool. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite beer slash ale? Like, we got a go to mm. beer, or what's your favorite one? Because yeah. this is a tough question for me. It's tough because I know there are better beers in the world well, that I like. It's like, you know, hmm. it, but it's, I don't it's have difficult it. because, like, what's your favorite one? Um, I probably don't get my favorite one very often exactly. because my favorite one's too fucking expensive. Exactly. What's exactly. my go-to one? What's my go-to? It's like you know, a, a, probably a what is my maybe Michelob. Michelob. I was going to yeah. say mine's Michelob. Probably Michelob, Michelob Ultra. Or, or for me, I like Corona. I know you don't like the Corona. I I like Corona with a lime. With a lime, yeah. Um, I don't like it by itself. Uh, mm. but yeah, like Michelob is a super light and easy. I also I got some. Uh, Got some Alexander Keiths in the fridge. I, I like really, Alexander really Keith's like too. Alexander Keiths. Um, They're honestly top three for me. Yeah, like, what's my favorite beer of all time? Like it's got to... Oh, okay, 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 okay. My favorite beer, as of in our area, when I am feeling like I want to spend a little bit of money, is Jelly King. Jelly King, I knew you were going to say that. Jelly King. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Fucking yeah. Anyone who's downtown and who is, like, around Austin or ever been around Austin... Hey, hey, hold up. Don't be promoting this too oh, much, dog. Damn it. They got to uh, They got to pay us for a promotion. Okay, so low key, <laughs> low key, we we contacted them to try and like get their beers on our show, <laughs> so we could drink them. But they did. Did they respond at all? Uh, nope, nope, they did not respond. They did not respond. Well, 
I hope someone that works for. <laughs> Are they watching right now? Oh, I hope One so. One of the employees of X Y Z. Yeah, like, yeah, he's watching yeah, right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> and it's like, that's me because I did give away the name. I did say Ossington. Oh, so, okay. So. Actually, that's not the name. But it's not the name. But I gave away the area. That so is the area. Area with yeah. beer. Do the math if you're from Toronto. You know where that. You know what I'm. We you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. No, but the Jelly King is sweet, dude. I'm gonna say my answer is gonna be I haven't had it yet. I haven't had yeah, my favorite nice. beer yet because uh, I do think that there are some. Another reason why I want to like, you know, go to Europe so goddamn bad, man. It's like, can oh, you imagine serious. like straight up like. We're in a completely different country, like at a brewery in fucking Britain right now, like trying different craft beers. They're like telling me like what the like the notes are in this shit. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, I I can't even like that would be that's my favorite beer ever. I haven't had it yet. (laughs) Yeah, like that. That would be awesome. And I'm also thinking about my favorite. I'm thinking about also in Europe. My my the place I want to go to to drink beer, like the experience of drinking beer. I want to go to Ireland. Yeah, literally yeah, Ireland. Yeah, 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 no, it'd be fucking amazing. That's amazing. Dude. It'd be freaking. I, honestly, okay, this is my answer. Beer to me comes along with an experience, you know, and and I want to have a beer. I want to have that favorite beer yeah. with that experience. Yeah. I gotta be in that environment. So you then know? when you drink it again, you'll always know. You'll I'll, re- always I'll be remembering remember. that trip yep. that we took when we were like 22, 23 years old, and we were in Britain and Ireland and you know, Amsterdam, wherever. Right now, I'm like, ah, yes, I remember that, bro. Every time I drink bottled bush beer, you know what I think of? Your uncle? No. Ooh. Camping. Our first year camping. Is that what you drank when you That's went? That's what I drank. Oh, Bottled shit, bush eh? beer. So after we graduated high school, um, totally like, you know, legal. But uh, we all drank. <laughs> we drank some beers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we drank a lot of beers. We drank bro. a lot of beers. We drank a fair amount of beers on yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, oh man, that was time. That was just, I remember we'd get back from like, I don't know, I think we were swimming. Oh, we were at the, we were at the beach. And I was like, all right, tonight. Let's pound the beers. What do you mean tonight? Every night. Every dude. night. Yeah. But I remember that it was a mission. It was, was a, a mission. Specific, uh, it was a specific mission. Yeah. We were getting back. That trip from, was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I remember that little cliff. So the, good. With the lookout. So oh, good. Amazing. So good. guy should have been there. <laughs> Don't make him feel bad. Big, big Blue Jays today camping trip. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine That'd going on a trip with like four insanity. fans? That'd be, be ridiculous. But like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. We would... Guys, we, I'm sorry, but we, we would talk a little bit of baseball, but I would want to just fucking kick back. <laughs> well, here's and, the thing, enjoy. though. Like, when we're kicking back, we'd probably end up talking baseball. Well, yeah, that is true. Yeah, that know, is true. Like it, somebody would bring up Vladdy, and I'd be like, what? Why are you The one Yankee fan we brought here. Yeah. <laughs> we're not bringing any Yankee fans. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Yankee. <laughs> Unless you really, like, like you, you I don't know. Unless they really like us. I don't know. <laughs> Another question. All right. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, this is a longer one. I think this one's from you. Oh, this one's definitely from you. What? Because it's Garrett Cole in the question. <laughs> <laughs> Nick loves Garrett Cole. I do love Garrett Cole. I think he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question is, would you rather take a Garrett Cole fastball to the face or have Miguel Sano hit you in the nuts with a baseball bat as hard as he can? I already know my answer. Oh. I already know my answer. Because I've been hit in the face, not with a like a hundred mile power fastball, but I, my answer is I'd get hit in the face with a Garrett Cole fastball. 
I don't. I think I'd have to take the nuts, dude. Dude, the nuts with a bat swing could implode your balls. But I actually think that a 100 mile per hour fastball straight to the forehead could potentially give you brain damage Wait, for life. Do I have a helmet on? No. Fuck. No, like it's like it's like he's I'm over picturing a helmet damage. Yeah, like like he like it's like you can't move oh. and the ball is going like straight to your forehead or like it's gonna destroy your jaw and no oh. like it's okay, okay, because I was picturing I'd be at bat. And I have a mm-hmm. helmet on. No, 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 okay. no. No, like you gotta like stand there. It's like a fucking like horrible baseball firing squad. And it's like guys like just like that, you know? I feel like I'm in a torture snare and they're like, you gotta choose. Yeah, you I'm gotta like, no, choose. You no, gotta choose. Fuck my balls. It's just I actually think that like I'm not gonna die from the balls, but there's there's an actual oh percent chance God. that I could fucking die. Not my balls. <laughs> yeah, because dude. I'm leaning towards the balls. Yeah, yeah. But not all oh, my balls. Because they would explode. They, they would, would explode. They would be gone. Yeah. Oh like, my God. Gone, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're toast. They're no more. So They're sacrificed. Do I, do I want to take the quick way out? Or do I want to suffer? Yeah, like, that's no. what it is, dude. It's like, do you want to... <laughs> But there, maybe there's a chance that they survive. But I don't know, man. Fuck. Miguel okay. Sano is a big boy. Okay, he's I got, a big boy. I, I would have to take the balls because now I'm picturing like people getting hit in the head with a fast. Like I, in, in middle mile school, per hour. In middle school, ball. I threw a dodgeball at a girl. In in at middle school, I threw a dodgeball at a girl's face, and yeah. she got knocked out. Yeah, that's a dodgeball. It's a yeah. foam dodgeball. Yeah, dude. Like here, here's the, here's my thinking. Like if it hits your mouth. All your teeth and your jaw is destroyed. It's gone now. You have you can't speak anymore. You're probably paralyzed. If it hits your forehead, you're probably you lucky. Best case scenario, like like serious brain damage. Worst case, you're dead. So I think I'd need to take the balls too. <laughs> oh God, I, I can't believe it's gonna just... be the worst fucking feeling spreading my legs. Oh no! There's Miguel Sano doing no! his warm up swings. He does one quick one just no. to get you a witness of what it's going to be. I'm like, holy moly. The guy with one of the hardest hardball rates or exit velocities. So the bad. hardest exit velocity in a baseball. Oh, Jesus. Right. It's to the balls. It's to the balls. Please, God, never let me have to choose. <laughs> I want to hear what other people think. I think, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> the balls. The balls. Right. Is it, no, it's you. It's, it's you. Oh, my God. My balls. Yeah, they'd, be, they'd be gone. Oh, no. All right. I think this is coming in from a viewer. Uh, so, Devlin. Uh, sorry if I butcher this. Fantasy. Fantasy. Asks, do you think it is possible for Jordan Romano to get reliever of the year? Ooh. I didn't even realize that was a that was a award. Haters won it twice. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, no. Uh, <laughs> like as much as I, I do love Jordan Romano, you know, Toronto boy, GTA region boy. Um but yeah, no. Um, he would literally, because usually relievers of the year are closers. Well, they're that's, typically closers. that was my thing. I was gonna say that the only thing holding me back from saying like, oh, like 
he he's talented enough to do it. Yeah. Is Kirby Yates is standing in front of him, you know? Yeah. It's like in football when you got a running back in front of your backup running back, and it's like, well, he just he, there's not enough opportunities you here. You can't get the most scrimmage yards if you're backup. If you're backup. And you know? Jordan Romano is going to be backup. He will get some saves, I yeah. still I think. But in yeah, the end, Kirby, Kirby Yates is going to be the guy that they look to, I think. Yeah, it's you know? it's Yates's job until it's not Yates's until proven job. otherwise. Exactly. So, you know, so we'd have to hope on either which I don't want to hope on, but we'd have to hope on Yates to either completely suck or get injured for yeah. long term. I, I agree. But then I just thought was the question, will he get it this year or in the future? Because that is a, that that. You know. God damn it. Why did I do this? Um, just really, will he get possible? Do you think it's possible for Jordan Romano to get reliever of the year? That's all the question was. Then in, if it's this year, no, not, not at all. Right. In the future. Sure. I'll say it's possible. Well, okay. He'd need to be lights out this year, I think. I don't know what his contract. I feel yeah. like it's it's not going to be with the Blue Jays. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, cause think about when I think about Liam Hendricks and I thought about him when he was with the Jays. He wasn't the closer. He was the setup guy. You know what I mean? And but he was a good setup guy. wasn't the best setup guy. But he was good. I think Jordan Romano was better than Liam Hendricks when he was with the Jays. I do agree. I will say I didn't that. Realize that we had Liam Hendricks. We, yeah, we had Liam. Or uh, yeah, Liam Hendricks. We had oh, Liam wow. Hendricks. Fuck me. Yeah, man. we had Liam Hendricks for a few years, and then um, he was our setup man and. And Jordan Romano, um, I think, is better than him. However, you know, there might come a time when we have to release Jordan Romano or, like, just not sign him back. Maybe we sign another closer. But I think that he is talented enough where the possibility is he lands in a closing role and he takes off. Got to get the opportunities, though. He's got to get the opportunities. That's step one. That's step one for him, for sure. So, opportunities. Yes, it's possible. It's possible. It's, it's possible. possible. I will agree. I will agree. This one comes from Ethan Cross one two three four. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! They say I think Stephen Matz will have a really good year. Do you? Okay, let's qualify really good year. What would yeah, be a really, really good, year? good year for Stephen Matz? For Stephen Matz, a really good year three point nine. 3.9 ERA will be a really good year. For How many bats. innings? 160. 160, 3.9. Yeah. Oh, do I think Steven Matz is going to do 160, 3.9? Honestly, my gut reaction is no. Fuck. I, it's like, but there's a chance. Honestly, man, I'm, I'm getting, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like my heart or something. Is getting heart. like higher on Steven Matz. Mm -hmm. It's like just getting, like me with Ray. I'm my heart is getting high on Ray. Yeah, like I've been feeling Steven Matz a bit. I've been like, ah, like I'm kind of vibing with him. I kind of want. I, him I to, do vibe. I think a three point nine is within range of Steven. Definitely Mads. within range. Yeah. It, the, what's not with it, what I feel like might be a bit of a stretch is the innings. I don't know if he's gonna get hundred and sixty. If he's it's fully fuck. healthy. Yeah, I mean, if he's fully healthy yeah. and. I also just don't know about Montoya, bro. Like, how many like how many innings are these guys gonna go? Like, even if he is pitching scoreless, like, yeah. are we gonna take him out in the fourth still? Like, 
God only knows. I hope not. I don't. Yeah, I hope not too. I hope not too. Like, um, like, I don't know. I'm gonna say the likelihood of him doing that. I like my percentages. Is like twenty five. Twenty five percent chance. He does that one out of four times. He he's does done that. it. I think he's done it before. Oh, he's definitely done it before. He's one thousand percent. Actually, you know, I'm gonna increase a little bit. I'm gonna say thirty three. I'm gonna say an exact one yeah. third. I actually think the ERA. I, I'm I'm down with the ERA. Yeah. I think he can do that. Yeah, it's the innings. You know, um, I'm not sure. That is the fucking problem. That's always the fucking question, bro. I'm just like, do, like, do we like even our ace? Like, I'm like, is he gonna get one hundred and sixty? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. You know, ridiculous. Yeah. Man. That's why I like. I wish uh, it's like I'm almost like I wish that we had like a Degrom or a Garrett Cole. But even then, even I'm like, then. would they get two hundred? I don't the, know. That's <laughs> like, the fucking problem. I don't know. Now, I've actually thought about this. This is a theory I've thought about Montoyo. Montoyo. Someone corrected me on this uh, today. Montoyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montoyo. Even the announcers do say Montoyo. Though that's the thing. That's why yeah. I was saying Montoyo. Yeah, yeah. I I say it the same. I know that it's Montoyo, but I still say yeah, Montoyo. Montoyo. <laughs> but anyway, so Montoyo. My theory is that because it was such a quick ramp up of, of two weeks, that maybe he started the season a little, you know, cappy on our starting pitching because of the fact that we didn't have a lot of time to warm well, up. Well, also, that was that was a universal thing around the league, too. He yeah. wasn't alone by that. I yeah. remember fantasy purposes, even my studs were getting pulled a little early when mm -hmm. they were doing well. Mm -hmm. This was kind of across the league because it was... I never really understood it. They were like, it's a shortened season. We got to ramp them up. But I'm like, bro, it's a shortened season. Just put them into it. Like, you don't need to ramp them right. up for dick right, right now. Right, right, right. You're, like, you're in the ramp up time. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not a manager. Um, but I hope that you're right about that because that yeah. would mean that this year where we see... Like, I do want Ryu to go for over 185 me too i i you feel know. like he should absolutely you know i want to see ryu hitting seven eight nine innings which only until the end of the season did we see i think we saw i saw like one seven inning game and when i saw that i was like he's out for the tough end mm -hmm. what yeah what <laughs> like, i think it wasn't until august the second month when we actually saw that so um yeah i hope i hope that is the case if that is the case then Steven Matz will get 160 for me if he's healthy. Fucking, I'm just going to say yes. Steven Matz is going to have a good year. Let's go! Let's go, Steven Matz! Yeah, You're yeah, up, bro. You're yeah, up. Yeah, it's me. Hit me with it. Hit me That's with your best one. shot. Oh! This one's by Christopher Zinchetta. Oh, he's he's in a couple, or he's in oh, a fantasy league. Oh, Christopher! I know. Yeah. Hey, Christopher! What's good, dude? What's good? I talk to you all the time on Instagram. I know his picture too. It's the fucking it's guy a, in the red jersey. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. batting, doing a bat, doing thing. a bat thing yep, in the yep, red yep, jersey. Got, yep, you, got, yep, got it. Um, what does he got to say, man? He says, "Fuck it, I don't give a fuck about give, work. Who gives him? You'll be fine. It's one bottle. I'll be fine. It's one bottle, guys. So, um, to some people, one bottle may be a lot, but to us." One bottle is just enough. I hope my parents aren't still watching. <laughs> no, my my mom watches. I think every single one. But Does that's, she? I think so. She says she the wine watch. unwinds too. Can I have? Yeah, some, yeah. Uh, she actually. Oh yeah, go green. for it. No, no, no. Some oh, green. green. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Though. She she says she says she um, she actually wanted to watch it when I went home for uh, my birthday week. And <laughs> she wanted to watch the full wine unwind. And I was like, mom. 
I don't want to watch the full wine on wine with you. Like there could be some things that only you can see that I can't be in the same room with. Like talking about my balls being hit and dick splitting. Like, I don't know. <laughs> can I have the the spoon? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's like a weird request to ask after you've talked about dick splitting, but whatever. What a spoon? Yeah, I don't know. I keep going. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Christopher says. Why Kevin Biggio is so underrated and why the Jays should sign Bartolo to be their number two? Holy shit. Jeez. Bartolo? We got a couple We got a couple questions. Okay, here. so first one is why Kevin Biggio is so underrated. Um, underrated by the league? Okay, here's here's my thing. Yeah. I don't think he's actually that underrated by the league. I think that no, I, announcers properly rate him. Yeah. However, now I think he's getting underrated by the manager because it's like at this point, it seems like a sure thing that he's going to bat seventh. It feels like yeah. this is what's been decided. And I I don't even get that. I don't even get that at all, man. Like this is None. clearly... And and if this is what you mean by underrated by me saying this is clearly somebody who is not elite with the bat, mm -hmm. which I believe based on what he's done up until this point is true. He is below average with his bat. What he's exceptional at is getting on base. I don't understand why we have somebody who is a specialist at getting on base batting in the lower half. That should be the top of the lineup sort of thing. Agreed, man. So I think if anyone underrates him, it's Charlie fucking Montoya. Montoyo. Yeah, yeah, Montoyo. Yeah, I, I fucking agree. I, as much, I am, like I've been saying throughout these podcasts, I am becoming a little bit more comfortable with Simeon being on the team because of the whole idea that he has potential. But I want that potential in the seventh spot. Yeah. Because that potential is what really lengthens the You know who else has potential? Biggio. Yeah. A lot of it. And the thing is, like, we've already seen what he can do. And like I've said this last year, he is the most professional young player on that team. When it comes to his, I don't know about his workouts and shit and his routine, but when it comes to the plate, most professional fucking hitter I've ever seen. Dude, why are our favorite players batting in the bottom? Mine is Lourdes. Yours is Biggio. I'm like, these to me look like the most complete players. Why are they batting in the bottom? To lengthen the lineup. I don't even fucking to lengthen understand. I, like, the lineup. Don't you understand? We have to lengthen the lineup. But Montoyo, don't you understand? The lineup is already lengthened. Yeah. And you know what? Here's my fucking thing, dude. Simeon. Oh, Simeon. Okay, you know, oh, fucking Simeon. Say it, fucking say it. Simeon. What are you, what are you I'm thinking? just like, if this guy wants to be MVP, he can be MVP, but let him earn it in the seventh spot. If he has to earn it. If he's kicking ass, he's on a new team right now. Yeah, you, don't you just, have to you, earn unless it. Unless you're like fucking Trout or Harper or some shit, you don't walk into a team and immediately bat sack. It's like, this guy needs to fucking earn this shit when you're batting like fucking 200 last year. Biggio was not batting 200 last year. He was getting on base an elite amount of the time. I knew exactly what Biggio was doing last year. I expected it, and it happened. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. I fucking want Marcus Semien in the seventh spot. He that was, was a lock for me. Dog, he was almost leading the league in walks. He was close. 
He was Very close. close. He was like he was seven or eight away. Yeah. Right up there with Harper, with with the Santana, elite, with San, like Yelich. some of these, these yeah. elite freaking walkers, or elite hitters, bro. It's like you're gonna tell me that you'd put Bryce Harper down in the fucking like seven spot? Granted, Bryce Harper bright. has a better. Bat, yeah, I, I, yeah, Bryce Harper is an elite player. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a, maybe a bad no, analogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad analogy there. But um, Bryce Harper's got like 50 home run upside like, on yeah, his yeah. best season. But but I hear what you're saying. Biggio is already an established player for this franchise. He should bat two, at least one, two. George Springer's got the one locked down. It's clear. Mm. Bat Biggio fucking two. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never been more clear. Yeah. I or don't... it's never been more clear. Or, you know, I'd even be okay if, you know, Biggio batted first and we did a thing where it was like, now like George Springer is third and Bichette is two. Like, Okay, fine, whatever. I, I just want him in the top. I want him in the top. Get him in the top. Get I him on him in the base. Top. Yeah, get him on base, you know? He's gonna get on base. Like, I like Rowdy. I like Kirk. And they're great down in the bottom 8-9 spot. But I still want this guy to get on base for, you know, Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., T. Oscar, Lourdes, all of these guys. And he will. And he, he's gonna. Is he's gonna. Simeon gonna get on base? I think both. I think Biggio has a better on base percentage than fucking. All right. Well, let's fucking, fucking say it right now, dude. Will Biggio have a better year than Simeon this year? I say yes. I think so. I say yes. I think so. In terms of what? What quantifies that? Because if we're talking like overall ha- everything. Okay. How about this? OPS. OPS. Yep, I think Biggio. got better, dude. I say that Lourdes Biggio. and Biggio both Biggio. have better OPSs than fucking Semyon does this guy. And please game. prove me wrong because that just creates like good problems for our team. But I do think that if I were to put my money where my mouth is, that those guys. I'm, I'm, I would bet on them, dude. I would bet on them. I'm so sure about Lourdes. I'm so sure about fucking uh, Biggio right I now. I want to. I want to. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to listen to the second part. And why the Jays should sign Bartolo not, as a number not two. Very, uh, I don't, I'm not as familiar with who that is. He, he's an older <clears throat> an older pitcher retired a few years ago. But um, I think, I, to be honest, I haven't thought about... Bartolo is a fucking meme to me. Um, we shouldn't sign Bartolo unless he's literally like dealing in a league and it's like still dealing then it's like okay let's take a flyer for really cheap and maybe because yeah, this guy's probably chilling on his couch right now yeah well he's apparently he's pretty active oh yeah so i haven't even, i don't even know i'm sorry christopher i don't <laughs> even i don't even know I, he's not gonna be our number two or will ever be our number or be on the team or play baseball again what else do we got all right also, I'm just checking time. Sorry to be a time person. Yeah. What it's is 806. Time? When did we start? No idea. It's like 7 something, 7.15. Okay. Cody Mayo asks hey, this. Shout, shout out Cody, Cody Mayo. Patreon. We love you, bro. We love you. Um, your last slash favorite meal and what major leaguer would you eat it with? Cool. That is cool. a cool question. That's cool. All right. Cool um... My last meal has got to be like an absolute beautiful burger from somewhere. I love burgers. They are my favorite thing on the planet. I would take probably, no one's going to know this unless you're from Toronto, but like a Frankie's burger. Mm. Probably, probably the Hogtown with all the bacon. So good. I would take that and I would probably eat it with. 
Who would I eat it with? That's a good question. You know, fuck it, Bichio. I'll eat Bichio. Bichio. I want to pick his brain a little bit before I die. Yeah, I'm having a hard time choosing my MLB player that I would do it with. But I think my meal would for it would for sure be like a beautifully cooked um like ribeye steak. Um, yeah, steak. yeah, steak with like some fucking like lovely mushrooms and asparagus and some red wine, something like super classy and just like oof, like we're elite right now. <laughs> um, and who would I eat that with? Who would I eat that with? Oh man, that is so hard, dude. There's so many people that I want to talk to. And watch eat steak. You know what? I'm gonna change my sorry, Bishop. I want to talk to Mike Trout. Yeah, just because he's the greatest player of this of our of my. Generation. Well, I was thinking Mike Trout too, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, who do I want to talk to? Okay, let's keep going, and I'm gonna answer this at some point during the remainder. Of this. Okay, okay. I'm still thinking. See Jill? one. I see one. Oh, this is the long one. I know you. I'm gonna get it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. This one's a long one. Oh my goodness. Where do I start? Here. No, this one. This is where I start. Okay. All right. So Nick wrote this. I remember him writing this. <laughs> the year is 2020. Or fuck, I fucked up already. The year is 2250. There is a new league now called the MLRB. <laughs> or Major League Robot Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> the robots challenge the humans to a seven-game series, but then don't show up to the game. Oh, shit, robots, you fucking assholes. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, no. They used it as a distraction. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now they have attacked the capital of the U.S. It is now overrun by baseball. Are all the security of the, the U.S. capital at this baseball game? It's a massive game. Could you imagine that? The best robots versus the best humans. We're finally but, having this battle. But the government has no security covering the White House tonight. It's the biggest, it's the biggest sporting event of the, the entire world. Is the entire <laughs> world is watching this game right now. Mm. <laughs> All right. So now, now they've attacked the U.S. Capitol. It is now overrun by baseball robots. Five years later, after the Great Robot Wars, quote, the Great Robot Wars, end quote, we all live in a, a robot hell. <laughs> but there's hope. Oh, boy. I already know this is going to go. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 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 Jr. is long-lost ancestor of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> like, I didn't get that. <laughs> He leads a daring mission to retake the world from the robots. His weapon? A baseball bat. Of course, of course. In the final battle against robot Mike Trout. <laughs> in, the, in the final battle against robot Mike Trout, Vlad Jr., 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 Jr. is hurled it's hurled a 200 mile per hour grenade. <laughs> <laughs> and, and bats it right at robot Mike Trout, blowing him and his minions straight to robot hell. 
I'm curious to where this is going. <laughs> the world rejoices the Guerrero family line. This is not a question. This is purely just a fact. <laughs> so now all of you guys know you got that to look forward to. <laughs> Vladi, uh, Vladi Guerrero is going to have a very important line of, of <laughs> duty. Yeah. Get yeah. ready, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., your fifth deceased or deceased your fifth down generation mm. child is going to defeat they're gonna, they're Mike Trout. Have something very important Trout. to do. Movies will be made. Things will be done. Your religions will be made. Oh from, God, from this yeah, experience. Bro. Are you kidding me? I would pray. This would be Vlad Jr. Can you, time can 6. You actually imagine <laughs> if we're in a literal robot hell. Like, we're doing the robots bidding, and so I picture us, like, mining ore with baseball bats and shit. <laughs> it has to be baseball bats. Yeah, it's the yeah, worst yeah. fucking method to get rock. Yeah, it's like, we're not getting anything. This is so <laughs> the not bats, I'm like, my bat keeps yeah. breaking. I no, keep going. You're with yeah. the splinters Bro, carving like, it. Robot Garrett Cole is like, whoosh, keep going. Whoosh, throwing, like, fucking, like, 200 mile per hour, like, it has rocks to be robot. Us. It has to be robot Garrett Cole. <laughs> It's like these fucking these just, just all the robot MLB players are fucking us right now, dude. Vladdy Guerrero, he's I picture uh, we should make a movie out of this, goddammit. We could. This is what we're doing when we're 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we have we have, we we've we've done it. This is the next robot kingdom, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has to play Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 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 Vladdy Jr. Times six, and one of us can play like Bobachet Jr. 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 And we gotta and we gotta fight our way out of the fucking robot hell. No, I'm trying to like I'm trying to like help our audience with the reference to Robot Kingdom. They're gonna have no idea, dude. Maybe in the future, just maybe in the future, we might have... This is going to be like when we're at like 30,000 followers. Hopefully, yeah, we have goals yeah. for that. But if we get 30,000, we're going to have this extended Patreon shit with YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you might get a series called Robot Kingdom. You might get the Kingdom. best fucking series of your goddamn life, yeah, friends and yeah, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what we gotta do? We gotta release that first season. We've already made a season, boys and girls. We've already made a season of Robot Kingdom before we started this podcast. We gotta do that, and then once the podcast is there, we gotta make season two, baby. Oh, I'm so ready to make... We gotta edit the yeah. last episode. Oh, I know, I know. I yeah, because that was the last episode. Yeah. And and we gotta um, for season two. It'd be so funny because season two, it's like, wait, these guys got older. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. The yeah. whole the whole joke is that it's a bad production, but so it's funny that like the season two is like five years later or something. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Um, oh god. Uh, pedal. Uh, you ain't got no pedal. Um, you ain't got no yeah, pedal. Yeah, shout out, you ain't got no pedal, because, uh, like, two years ago or some shit, we were um, drinking, and, and I stumbled upon um, 
with my uh, ex-girlfriend at the time, we stumbled upon uh, You Ain't Got No Pedal, which is Adam's old YouTube like channel. Like high school, like, like in middle well, school. not even high school. school. It, was, it was the middle school oh, shit that yeah. really stuck out. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was that like, it was that like 12 year old, 13, 14, 15 year old <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. that stood out. And, and I remember watching it and like, I thought it was the funniest thing that I ever seen ever. And I was like, bro, like, like you, you hit gold. Yeah, like you hit gold. We got to do this because the whole joke is that it's a fucking. It's trying to be like a Hollywood eighty million dollar project, <laughs> but we all we have is household tools. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a camcorder. Yeah, yeah, we play all of the parts. There's like so many different parts. We play all of them, and we're never in a shot. Like, like it's like <laughs> I'm always recording or Adam's always recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's the most ridiculous thing you guys will ever watch ever if we ever release it. So. 30,000 subs, that's what you'll see. I guarantee it. I actually, this is the, we've always been thinking, like, what are we going to do with Robot Kingdom? Oh, we this got, it. yeah, this we got to put it out, dude. The OGs would love the Robot Kingdom. Oh, my God. They would love oh the my God. Kingdom. Oh, my God. Okay. I think it's almost time to wrap this up. I hate One more, it. one more. All right, all right. Fuck one it. more. This is our channel. One more. Please, go ahead. Oh yeah, you grabbed the story. last one, eh? You yeah. got the story. It's kind of fitting that I pulled the story. I think it's funnier <laughs> because it's, I see your reaction to it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, this is such a good one to end on because we got another fight question. Okay. See if we had a producer and shit like it was like, like it was, don't, don't yeah like, like it's like, like oh, question. Shit. oh shit um all right. Nelson Cruz stumbles upon um wait 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 go ahead go ahead find it I just I fucked up word right now okay Nelson Cruz stumbles upon the starting lineup of name a team um the Toronto Blue Jays Nelson Cruz stumbles upon the starting lineup of the Toronto Blue Jays, who are currently 11 out of 10 drunk. They are fucking blackout, dog. They are blackout. <laughs> they are all... So you got nine You got nine starting lineup guys yeah, right now. Vlad, Bo, Vigio, Simeon, completely Springer, blackout. Rowdy. Like, they're all hammered. Who wins in a brawl? Nelson Cruz or oh, nine. Toronto Blue Jays locking that shit down. Blackout though. Oh yeah, dude. When you're blackout, your your muscle takes you into it. Like it's you, it's no brain, but I think if eleven or nine dudes uh, take on fucking Nelson, Cruz, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'll just pin I them. think, dude. I honestly think it all depends on how blackout is blackout. Okay, if they're blackout, like. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, no. like then no, but like, but like if they're like. Fucking like Nelson Cruz is here and there, and they're not seeing Nelson Cruz properly. And but I think at least two of the nine figure it out and get him. Okay, well, okay, that's a question. Do you think that two of the nine Blue Jays who are still blackout drunk could take Nelson Cruz? Yes, because I think one of them's got like heat. Oh, if it's a rowdy, if it's a rowdy. That's blackout. I think Rowdy's aware, and he fucking nails. It. I mean, like one haymaker from Rowdy oh, would do a done. lot. Granted, I'm, I'm going, let's 
let's give some respect to where's like Nelson Cruz is a big man. Yes, He's a yes, big yes. boy. That's why I think we need at least two. But I think, you know, upside of like five or seven, mm. you know, could oh, easy. You're done, Nelson Cruz. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Blue Jays got your number. Yeah. Even if they're blackout drunk. I would yeah. love to see that. I would love to. Like, this, is a, this, this is a fight question, dog. Like, <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I want to watch, bro. Yeah. I, want, I want, like, the bus to pull up to, like, Fight Island, you know, UFC. And, like, you see, like, nine Toronto Blue Jays stumble out of the bus. Like, Gritchick is puking on the ground. And, like, Vladdy is, like, got his shirt off. Like, like fucking doing whatever. And then you see Nelson Cruz. Walk he's out fully of like, ready. yeah, like, like he's walk trash. out of like his fucking like like limousine or whatever. Like he's good. Like he's like, yeah, he's fully fully loose. You know, it's like you see these like nine dudes like stumble into the I ring. I think it's gonna definitely be the Jays. There's no question. <laughs> like we do have the numbers. We have the fucking numbers. We do and, have the numbers. And the thing is, when you're drunk, you know, because like Bichette's not a fighter. Vladdy's not a fighter. But when they're hammered and you're put in a ring and you're blackout, now you're a fighter. Mm. You're a fucking fighter mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so as long as they're serviceable when they're black, they can out. do it. Not at least half of them will be, four and a half. Yeah, <laughs> serviceable. Yeah, yeah, dude. Who who do you think out of the Blue Jays probably parties the hardest? Rowdy. You think Rowdy? Who who who's party? Who parties more? It's gotta be fucking Rowdy. Like out of the starting lineup, I assuming that Rowdy's the DH. Um, well, I think that like chubby Vlad party pretty hard. Um, I, I just don't see him being a party kind of guy, you know. Me, I never saw him like think that. About this. Rowdy, think. man. I don't know if Rowdy really parties though. It's well, gotta be Rowdy. He seems so serious. Um, but like he also seems like he Kirk, <laughs> maybe Kirk, <laughs> maybe. I my my money's on my money's on Rowdy. On Rowdy, Rowdy like, fucking really sent Rowdy, it. Rowdy got some frat brawls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I do feel like Rowdy. He got Rowdy. Yeah, I mean, like that's he, his fucking yeah, name, that is you know? in his fucking name. You're you're absolutely right. I can't discredit you on that one. I'm trying to uh, trying to think of anyone else. Yeah, no, maybe Rowdy, maybe Rowdy. 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 That always reminds me of like um, Futurama, um, that president. Um, <laughs> Or like whatever he does oh, from the from the fucking sixties seventies. Oh, he was horrible. Rich, Richard Nixon, that's the guy. Mm. <laughs> when I'm Futurama, that's his. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Is that it, dude? Have we unwind? I think wine bit. This is the last bit of my wine. Here we go. Cheers. Not quite there yet because I only made the decision to do it. A little bit later than you did, but we're real now, mate. We're real now, mate. <laughs> I'm unwinded. Yeah, we probably got to go live on Relevant later, eh? Hey, you guys, right. check us out on Relevant. We go live pretty much every Thursday night, and we're like this. <laughs> Literally, um, you get, like we said in our last podcast, you get the aftermath oh. of... Of this shit. Yeah, did we make an did like we make If anyone is actually still watching this, like, thank you very much. But also, like, check out The Relevant on Thursday nights. Because they get fucking naughty. They, they get I, naughty. I've checked out our last Wine on Wine audience retention. Mm. It's usually about 10% at this point. Yo! Which is, like, for pretty that nice. Well, 10% of people that are still... I'm so shocked that 10% of people, like, act like, what? 
You guys listen to me? You guys yeah. listen to me? And you know what? Respect and thank you. Because, like, you guys really make this channel what it is. But you know what's fucked up, dude? Like, I'm not that smart or good at things. You know, no, I think you give yourself less credit than you than you than, than you can do. You're absolutely right. I am pretty elite. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, you, you're definitely way smarter and you can do a lot more things than you give yourself credit to. You know, you can do it, Nick. Thanks, buddy. Look, look, look what we've done. Right. Right. We've drank wine. Um, yeah, we have literally just gotten fucking drunk tonight, dude. Yeah, like this is this is a, you know, a specific example. But, you know. I don't know. I don't know what's going with this. <laughs> this um, is the wind and wind. The wind and wind. Oh, I wish that we had a silly sip. Silly sip. Silly sip. Oh, I'm being silly. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, maybe that's a, like, dude, like, you know that, that sound when Mario, like, goes down or, like, gets eaten or some shit? It's like, or it's like, oh. Wah, 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 wah. oh yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like that's what happens when your wine goes out. Uh, oh, wah, wah, wah. yeah, we need a producer. Yeah, producer. We need more money. And hey guys, you, let us know if you guys yeah. would uh, go fund us. <laughs> let us know. I mean, like usually for videos, we always ask, "What do you think about the topic we talked about?" But like, let us know how you guys are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So, are you guys? feeling today yeah i'm actually serious you know like like in your um bodies yo i've been doing some i told you i've been doing some meditation but i did another one uh-huh. like uh like right around supper time and like body felt really good mm. like it, it was just like so good man right like fucking relaxed fucking at ease yeah. with the world and my myself version of meditation is uh exercise do that mm. exercise that's like what clears my brain every day mm-hmm. gets my brain like yeah my mine is thin mine is definitely the meditation because i can kind of direct my energy you know i kind of honestly if i were to be in any religion it'd be buddhism yeah just for that fucking side like I don't believe that. Anyways. Well, before we get real, let's direct our energy <laughs> to signing off. So, guys, thank you for watching this ridiculousness, whatever this is. Um, um, you can check us out on all of our platforms down in the description. They're all there, uh, like like all of our audio platforms. Dude, are, are, can, like, can you try it? Say it. Just say it. Yeah, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, and Breaker. You can do it. I do it every fucking time. I know, but like <laughs> most times, you're like, and you can check us out. Like, I know that you struggle with it. I know that you struggle with it a bit. You've yeah, talk, you talked about how you struggled with it before. But like eighty percent time, I get it. You do. You definitely yeah. get there. You definitely get there yeah. for sure. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm caught off guard. I think because you sh- you point out that I struggle, that when I'm like, oh shit, it's my turn, I get in my head. But I don't though, because you pointed out to me, you were like, I struggle with this. Uh, you, this you, is the first time I've ever said anything. You've point no, you pointed out to me on other podcasts. Really? Yeah. yeah you were like, yo, every time you do that. You struggle, and I'm like, "What? <laughs> Don't get in your head, bro. Prove me wrong." Don't dog. worry, I've been meditating. I've been very much out of my head recently. Excellent, excellent. So, yes, you know, you gotta prove me wrong on that shit. I just did. There you go. 
but you can know. check us out on all those platforms and also subscribe like comment down below you want to win a blue jays jersey today jays is the freaking code to use uh you got to be legal gambling age though so that kind of sucks but uh also uh and relevant we're probably gonna go live on there in like a little bit i haven't said a uh um a time a time or anything well, let's just do it but uh <laughs> we'll just go live and, and see what people think so if you do join us on relevant then you can get that and it also helps us out because i think they're giving us some sort of deal where we get a couple people on and you get like 250 bucks or some shit so i don't know man yeah. you want to help it helps the podcast? Out the, yeah. yeah yeah literally guys thing. download that fucking app download it Relevant. Hello. Duh. Done. And uh, as well, if you want to do come on the show, just like our boy Steven, you can sign up for our Patreon. It's also in the description down below. And we just have a good time. We just have a good time. Good time. Good time. A good Yo, time. should we start an acoustic band? Let us know, guys. With our, like, our, like an acapella band. band. Like a... Yeah, ooh, 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 you know, like a glee club sort of shit. But a little more sports related. There's so many things I want to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. We just need our nine to fives to wait. Shout out Steven. I love that like we, we, we just like spoke it into our podcast and people picked up on it. Like that was just a me being like, I fucking hate my nine to five and you too, and and it's like Fuck the nine to fives. Everyone's reciprocating it. Yeah, well, I, you know, and, and um, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Fuck the nine to fives, everyone. See ya. Thank you so much for watching. Fuck the nine to fives. Go, Chase, go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.